Hello, everybody. How you doing out there today? I hope you are taking care of yourself, looking out for yourself, watching your back. I have a question for you. Do you know a scam when you see one? I know I've fallen for a few, and I'm going to be sharing those with you today. So stay tuned. This is Let's Get To It, a podcast to empower you as an artist. All right. So today I'm going to share with you three experiences I had where I uh, fell for a scam. Yep. Yeah, I threw away some money on these things. Uh, The first one is the recording connection. The second one is John Casablanca's. The third is Mary Kay. The recording connection and John Casablanca's, I have never seen advertised or heard advertised here in Los Angeles. They are basically, they are really kind of industry specific sort of scams and they target areas that are outside of the big meccas for artists and actors. They are not they're, like I said, I didn't see them in Los Angeles. Maybe people have heard of them in New York. Recording Connection probably, but I don't know about Nashville. I would think they would stay out of those two areas because the, the three areas that are mostly known for music are New York, Nashville, and Los Angeles. And most people in the industry in those areas would know that that is a scam and would probably warn people about it. I also want to point out that I believe maybe Mary Kay I did in the early 2000s, but John Casablanca's and Recording Connection I did in the 90s. This is really before Google was really a thing. And so just being able to go on Google and research to see if this is a scam was not really something that anyone did. The only way you found out that something was a scam was either you already had a prejudicial view of the entertainment industry, or you heard about it through word of mouth that it was a scam, or it was something on the news. And if you had none of those things, then it seemed like a pretty legit deal. And Mary Kay, I did know about, but I didn't know all of the scammy things that they did until I actually experienced it myself. So those are the three we're going to talk about today. So let's first talk about Recording Connection. Again, this is the mid-90s. I'm in Minneapolis at the time. There's not a whole lot of places to research regarding these types of businesses. There was no place to look up this one because it's more remote uh, and not a lot of people are in the industry up there. And if they are in the industry, they don't they're not necessarily that connected to know that what this is, is a scam. Okay. So you don't have a lot of resources to tell you that this is a good or a bad thing. You kind of have to have the experience of it and then find out later, ha ha, fooled you. We took your money. But this is what happened. I believe that there was radio ads for it and there was most likely an infomercial because they are still around today, but they're not nearly as hot as they were back in the day. I mean, infomercials were a huge deal and that's how you learned about really great products. I think they either had a longer commercial or they had an infomercial late at night. It was something where you did order a videotape because I remember you ordered the information 
you had to call for it because you didn't order anything through the internet and you got it and then you watch this video and in the video they had many people that were from the industry and I believe the host of it was Jeff Goldblum explaining a lot of things in it and then there was the main guy who owned it all right and I have no fault against Jeff Goldblum being a part of it everybody needs a paycheck I just didn't realize that he was getting a paycheck for it and it really was nothing more than that that he had no real belief in it whatsoever and this guy who was selling it there, how he sold the program was this, is that you got registered, you spent some money on getting registered. And once you were registered, you were then supposed to be connected to, again, recording connected, con recording connection to somebody in the recording industry who would teach you how to be either a recording engineer or a music producer, that sort of thing, right? And because at the time, this is before me even realizing how much I wanted to be an actor, I was really wanting to be in music and I liked the idea of being a music producer or being uh, a sound engineer. So Recording Connection was really right up my alley. It seemed to be the best doorway I could use. I didn't have to go to school for it. I was going to learn from an industry professional. All that, blah, 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 blah. So I send in my money to register. I'm supposed to be getting names of people in Minneapolis who were willing to take me on as an apprentice. And then I would be setting up a payment system with them. And that's how I would be, quote unquote, going to school and learning on the job as an apprentice would, right? Well, this is what happened. So I send in my money for registration. I wait for the information regarding who I'm supposed to be talking to. I'm not getting, you know, I didn't get that. They go, well, you have to spend more money in order to get the name of the person that is supposed to be helping you, right? Okay, so I have to, in order for me to get the list, I have to spend more money. So after I got that collected, it was somewhere around $700. I sent that in. And then I get like a phone number for one person in Minneapolis. It was supposed to be several. I only got one. And I called the guy and he couldn't care less. He could be a lot less. I don't know how much less interested he could be in having anything to do with this than he was. I mean, honest to God, could give two fucks. Honestly, that's how he reacted. So... Then I call back and say, well, this guy doesn't really seem to be interested in doing this. And they're like, well, you have to spend more money to get more people. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I've spent the money. I didn't get what I wanted. Can I get a refund? They are not willing to give refunds. They quote unquote, you know, gave me what I paid for, which was, you know, the registry and also to register and to get connected to somebody. Me deciding not to do it, not to go through with the program was not their fault. So they didn't have to pay me back any money. So I probably lost around, uh, you know, probably 900 to to $1,000 on that. But recording connection is still going strong, okay? If you hear about it in your area, it's a scam. I don't care what they might tell you on the phone they are a scam. They will take your money and give you absolutely nothing. The second scam that I gave a lot of money to, again, this is in the 90s, so there wasn't really any way to research it, was John Casablanca's. Now, here's the thing. I don't, I don't really have a bad 
feeling about John Casablancas. Yes, it's something that as a you know, seasoned actor in Los Angeles kind of looks back and laughs at and would warn you to stay away from maybe. But I didn't really have a bad experience with them. And I didn't feel ripped off. Okay. But I will tell you how the story went. I was walking through Mall of America and they were, there was an advertisement in the center that saying, Hey, a talent contest to see if you can be picked up by an agency. I'm like, okay, this is before me really being an actor. And I got up and I was dressed kind of fun. I think I had some sort of funky I mean, outfit on. And I mean, funky, not in cool, but I thought it was cool. I had like, I don't know, not camel pants, but they were definitely army pants, like a red t-shirt and another olive green thing over the top of it. My hair was back in those little clips like we all did in the 90s little butterfly clips, I think is what it was called. And I sang the Star Spangled Banner and they liked it. And they're like, here, we want you to come in, bring this little sheet of paper in with you, come to John Casablanca's. We'd really like for you to be a part of us. Great. So I go to John Casablanca's and I meet the lady that was there judging the contest. And she said, I like your look. You don't have to change anything. Um, we like you. We like your sense of humor. We'd like for you to be a part of us. What you need to do is you need to take some classes. Okay, great. I signed up for their classes. It included part of it was modeling classes. Part of it was acting classes. Now, modeling there, you know, I mean, I was aware enough to know that I was not model material. However, I learned quite a bit from the teachers who taught it, who, who did the modeling side. I was taught how to work on camera, taught how to like have some charisma and movement in front of a camera to when photographs were going to be taken of me. I learned how to take a headshot, which I'd never taken before. I learned what people looked for in a headshot. The teacher for that, he really showed me like, okay, move your head over here, do this, do this, keep your eyes in the center. I mean, that sort of thing. I learned how to take a headshot from going there. And then on the acting side, when we got an acting teacher, I really liked our teacher. He was somebody who was in the Minneapolis theater world. He was very encouraging. He helped me find direction in acting on what to do next after I left there. He pointed me to different books to use. One of them was Uta Hagen's book. And I found that very, uh, just a, a revelation for me to go to them and take a class. So it was really helpful for me. This wasn't the big aha acting is for me thing, but it did help me open up my mind to being an actor, to being on the other side of the camera. Because I, th I think the reason why I went to this is simply because I know I, I had played around with different things of wanting what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to be in this, a music producer at one point in time. I wanted to be recording engineer. I was playing around with a lot of stuff. I really kind of also wanted to be a director. And I thought, well, you know, take a few acting classes. It doesn't have to be my life's work. Ha ha ha. Uh, cut to now. Um, but it just needed to be something where maybe I just learn what it's like to be on the other side of the camera. So I know how to give better direction to an actor, right? 
that's kind of why I took it. And I didn't really feel like I was, you know, scammed out of money. However, I will tell you that most people would probably classify this as a scam simply because John Casablancas is not saying, oh, you have talent because they want you to be a part of their agency and, you auto- and you're automatically signed. They are making you pay for classes. So they are just trying to sell classes. And that's why it falls into the scam category. I felt that I learned a lot from what I what I did there. Um, I think I probably paid, I don't know, I want to maybe say 600, maybe 600 to $800. So it was a good chunk of money. I, I don't know. I think for me, it was rather positive experience, but I do th- know that people have really bad experiences, but they are classified as a scam simply because they advertise as they're trying to get you to be part of the agency and uh, they're just really there to sell classes. And now the last one. This one is everywhere. It is Mary Kay. Um, there are other MLMs that do almost that have almost exactly the same MO. And it's this. For a small investment, you can become your own business. You can become an entrepreneur. You can be on your way to financial freedom. You can have money coming in and you will have and you can have a flexible schedule. It's perfect for anyone who needs that, which means it would be perfect for an actor, right? So here's the thing. I don't remember when I started Mary Kay, and I'm not sure when I really got serious about acting. So I'm not sure where that fell into my experience. But I do know that out here in Los Angeles, I have on more than one occasion gone to a quote unquote party for something and it was really an MLM and they were when they heard I was an actor ooh they were jumping all over that because oh you need to know how to do marketing you need to know how to sell yourself you really probably have a really big personality and could sell really easily and you need to have marketing and sales skills we can teach you all of that and you can make money like that's the sort of hard sell you hear and some people do it well and some people don't. So this is my experience with Mary Kay so that if you are curious about doing an MLM, this is what happens. You go to somebody's house, they're having a little makeup party and you decide you want to be, you're maybe kind of interested in selling this. So they invite you to one of their meetings and then you go to one of their meetings and it's a bunch of inspirational, lovely women who are all very nice and you feel motivated and you feel uplifted. You feel love bombed and empowered, right? And then you um, are still maybe on the fence about signing into this and getting somebody in being recruited into this. So then they have their director come in and give you the hard sell and really talk you into it and really make you believe that you could really sell this easily. And I bought it. I paid the initial little $100 price that you have to pay. And that just basically signed a contract saying that I am now a Mary Kay person. I got a little suitcase with some samples in it and that's all cute and good. I got the suitcase. That's what it was. I didn't get the samples in it. I just got the the suitcase sample, the suitcase thing, right? And anybody who's done Mary Kane knows exactly what I'm talking about. You get this bag, but it didn't have any samples in it. And when you went to get your samples, you had to do a minimum order, minimum of $1,000. 
Yeah. And I'm like, the samples don't cost a thousand dollars. We're like, yeah, but you have to have a minimum a thousand dollar product bought. You have to buy that much product on your first time that you place an order. And every time after that, if you were going to sell and do stuff, you had to have a minimum of a certain amount. And I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't a thousand. So now we're at $1,100 investment. I think I was told I had to make another buy of product at some point in time. By that time, I was... I I had gone through the gamut of feeling really strong and empowered to now down to feeling really awkward. And I'm like, my friends all think I'm in a cult and, and I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And I, I feel really bad when I ask for people to buy stuff. And, and I, I feel bad when I ask for people to come to the meeting because I know they're just going to be pressured into getting stuff or being a part of this thing. And I'm over it. And probably within three to six months of me paying that initial $100, I was done. There was some people who really liked the Mary Kay product. So I just went ahead and gave it away to them, what they liked. And everything else, I think I may have thrown out or taken to goodwill. Honest to God, that's what happened. So that was my experience with Mary Kay. And that all happened in Minneapolis early, I mean, late 90s, early 2000s. And I really only classify them as a scam simply because it seemed like such a bait and switch where it was, oh, it's a small investment. And it, no, it wasn't. It was, it was a lot more than that. And honestly, it was something I should not have been putting money into. And I did feel kind of at the end that it was just a big waste of my time. And honestly, I didn't really learn anything that they were wanting me to learn. But I did learn how to spot another MLM when they came along. Hmm. Intrigue. As much as Mary Kay did cost me some money... I learned good lessons from it that helped me when I came here to LA. Out here in Los Angeles, twice I have encountered Arbonne. And one time was literally just getting together and trying out some skincare products and maybe buying some. I didn't feel the pressure of anyone saying, hey, you need to be selling this. So I didn't get involved. Then a friend of mine was doing a fundraiser. And it was a, someone who sold our bond and said, whatever products they buy, I will give you half of the proceeds. And so that'll go towards your fundraiser. She locked on all of us that were actors and really did the hard sell about how easy it was to get into it and only cost a little bit to start. And, and you know, you have flexibility, you have income coming in, you're going to learn how to be an entrepreneur and make money at the same time, blah, 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 blah. And because I'd gone through what I went through with Mary Kay, when she contacted me later about possibly becoming an Arbonne Arbonne saleswoman, I had a lot of questions to ask her. I said, okay, so you sign this, you have your initial $100, now now do I have to buy a bunch of product? And she said, yes. And I'm like, okay, well, how much do you need to buy? Well, your first minimum order is... I think for her it was $1,300. And I was like, you know what? Right now, that's not financially feasible for me. And thank you very much. Okay? So I do know that there is a hard sell of some MLMs out here in Los Angeles. 
And but they are everywhere. There is Arbonne, there is Nutrisystem, there's Mary Kay. They really like to go after anybody who has an unconventional schedule. Okay. And the last one that I had an encounter with an MLM was very strange and insidious, I think. It was just, I mean, underhanded and sneaky. As far as I'm concerned, I really hated how it was done. I was in an acting class. I was only in that acting class for a few weeks. I did not like it. I was. I left. I mean, I'm just remembering now how this went. This is really what happened. I got a text on my phone out of the blue. And in this text, it said, so-and-so, who was my scene partner from this acting class, referred you to me. And I'm a coach. And I'm really excited to work with you and to get you started and to really get you going. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But I did not contact that person back because I don't know them and I don't know why they really had my phone number. So I contacted my old scene partner and said, did you give my phone number out to someone? And she goes, yeah, she's my coach and she's really great and she's really helping me. And I'm like, okay, um, is she an acting coach? And her answer was, no, she's a business coach. I have my own business now, and I'm going to be a businesswoman, and I'm going to do great. And I said, okay. And I'm like, just so you know. uh, And I said, you know, I can't take part in this. I am not comfortable. I am not okay with anyone giving out my information without asking me to do it first. So I wish you all the best. I hope you have a great business. I hope it goes well, but I will not be participating in this. And thank you. She got back to me, of course. She felt really bad. She apologized for this. And I just said, just, I won't be a part of it. I just keep that in mind for the future for anybody else you work with. And if that coach told you to do that, she gave you bad advice. So Mary Kay, Despite what I had spent money on with them and as much as I felt like it was kind of a scam and everything, I learned from it to know how to recognize the signs of an MLM long before they came along and long before I spent more money on something else. I knew the right questions now to be asking. I would not want to go through that again. I hope you are aware of the scam that is set up for you if you decide, if you start feeling yourself pulled into it. They are taught how to talk to you, to know how to get you to buy into the business because you're not actually buying the product, you're buying into the business. And that's why it's a scam. That's why all MLMs are scams. If you really watch a lot of stuff on them, you'll realize this. They don't make money based on the amount of product that they sell. They make money of how many people they recruit. They deny this consistently. However, that's how they work. Basically, if you are going to get involved with one of these, what you're going to end up with is a lot of product. In my case, it was a lot of makeup. All right, so that's a wrap for today. That's the first in the series of scams I'll be doing. So keep your eyes open for any place that might be a scam and you just don't realize it. Maybe they're trying to get you to pay for an apprenticeship. Maybe they're trying to get you to buy classes or a whole bunch of makeup. Until next time, keep your eyes open, watch your back. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Background music. For my scam series, I went for a funky 70s cop show vibe. 
This is Take It Away by White Bones. This has been Let's Get To It, a podcast to empower you as an artist.